0: The music industry's transition from physical media to digital can teach us a lot about where the TV industry is headed, and it's clear there's still a long way to go. Listen on to learn more. This is Endscreen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at Endscreen Media, and today is January fourth, twenty twenty-four. Happy New Year to you and thanks for joining me once again for End Screen Noise. Uh, And today I'm not going to waste your time with my prognostications of what I think is going to happen in 2024 to our industry. Instead, what I'm going to try and do is give us a grasp of where we are, where the TV industry is, particularly here in the US, in its transition to digital delivery. And I think that can tell us a lot about what's going to happen this year and in the years to come. But first... Endscreen Media is partly supported by its sponsors, and we've had some great ones, including Gracenote, Verizon, TiVo, Metrological, and many others. And I hope in 2024, you'll consider becoming a sponsor and help us keep the lights on here at, it, at Endscreen Media. Now, if you would like to do that, why don't you send email to sales at endscreenmedia.com, and You and your company will receive many benefits, including acknowledgement in the podcast and on the website and uh, in many other ways as well. So please consider talking with your marketing or PR departments about becoming a sponsor of End Screen Media in 2024. Now, on with the podcast. So the way we're going to... Look at this and try and get a grip on where we are in the transition of the TV industry to digital is by looking back twenty years and looking at what has happened to the music industry over the last twenty years. so back in two thousand u s recorded music sales generated fourteen point three billion dollars now virtually all of the sales were of course from physical media from primarily from cds but some some record sales there were virtually no digital sales at all in 2000 now fast forward to 2021 and music sales were 15 billion so that's up slightly from the 14.3 billion in 2000 however 85 percent of that money now came through digital music through digital channels so this data at least suggests that the industry saw modest growth over the period, over that 20 years. But the truth is it didn't, because if you correct for inflation, sales fell and fell dramatically. In terms of $2,000 to year $2,000, 2021 sales were $9.5 billion. That's down $5 billion from the year 2000. So this was a disaster for the music industry, right? Well, not really. If we add in concert sales, the picture shifts dramatically. In 2000, concert sales were 1.7 billion, bringing the total for record and concert sales to 16 billion. And the picture changes quite a lot in 2021. Now I'm going to use data from 2019 Uh, for concert sales because of course 2021 was impacted by covid and concert sales were very very small but in the u.s in 2019 concert sales were 9.4 billion so if we add that to the the sales of music we end up with 24.4 billion in two thousand dollars The industry generated virtually the same amount of revenue from recorded and concert sales as it did in 2000. And that's 16 billion. So over that ensuing 20 years, the amount of money there stayed about the same, even in terms of constant $2,000. Now, the fact that the industry generated the same amount of revenue in 2021 is pretty amazing I mean, consider what happened to it over those 20 years. The delivery chain was completely disrupted. Record stores vanished in that 20 years. A whole distribution path for media, for for music, just ceased to exist over that period. Uh, And the way participants in the ecosystem made money also changed. Taylor Swift's era tour, for example, is slated to gross about one billion dollars in ticket sales. It's the first concert tour to ever do that. And what that really emphasizes here is that, yes, the flow of money has changed and the way stars and, and creators in that ecosystem make money has changed. It's switched from record sales now to tours. That's how they make the big money. So despite all of that disruption, all of that change, the net amount of revenue in the system stayed the same. And I really think that that's a big surprise. Uh, It was it was not clear at all that that would be the case during that transition. Okay, so that's what happened to the music industry over that 2020 years. So where are we today with the TV industry. Well in 2022 the US TV industry by my calculations was worth about 223 billion dollars. Of that 70% flowed through traditional TV channels. Yes that's right in 2022 70% was still flowing through channels like disk sales and rentals, cable TV, satellite telco TV, and traditional TV ads. And only 30% was coming through digital channels like uh, digital rentals and purchases, SVOD, VMVPDs, and CTV ads. Uh, I think that's a pretty surprising number. I thought when I calculated this that it would be much higher but really still 70% is as it was flowing through traditional channels and i should know i'll be working on new numbers for 2023 in the first quarter of this year as we get all the details of what happened in the fourth quarter from company reporting so watch out for that i i took a quick look at some data that brought us brought in, it was brought in in Q3, and I reckon that we'll see a further five to eight percent shift towards digital. But uh, as I say, keep an eye out for when I publish that new state of the US TV industry, uh, probably towards the end of this quarter. And whatever happens, that still means that the majority of revenue has still yet to shift to new digital channels. So I think that's one thing that we we should take we should take into account right away. Whereas in the music industry virtually all of the revenue has switched to digital, we have still got a long way to go in that transfer and we are talking about the transfer of 150 to 180 billion dollars in revenue is going to switch to digital channels over the coming 10, 15 years. And with so much money at stake, it is understandable that the market remains very confused. A great example is looking at the valuations of companies in the TV business. They are fluctuating wildly. For example, traditional TV first companies like Paramount, Disney, Dish Network... Had a pretty tough time on Wall Street in 2023. Paramount Global stock was down 16%. TV station group owners like Sinclair and Nextstar. Well, Sinclair was down, Sinclair stock was down 12%. Nextstar was down 8%. Dish stock took a pounding. It was down 59% from the beginning of the year. Meanwhile, Digital first companies like Netflix and Roku, they did pretty well. Netflix stock was up 60 percent. Roku stock was up 119 percent on the year. Pretty amazing performance there. And diversified companies like Comcast and AMC, they also did pretty well. Their stock, uh, Comcast stock was up 23 percent and AMC was up 21 percent. So. This is a very confusing picture. And the reason it's confusing is because nobody is really sure which companies own the customer. 20 years ago, it was pretty clear, right? Your traditional pay TV operator ruled the roost. If you wanted to watch TV, most people in the US went and turned on their television and watched through their set-top box. That was how you watch TV and the cable operator pretty much owned that that relationship. Today, it is anything but clear. There are multiple people vying, multiple groups rather, vying for the opportunity to own the customer. There's the TV OS provider, people like Roku with their Roku OS and Google with Google TV. There's the TV provider like Samsung, Vizio. Uh, There's the service providers, people like Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, uh, the Roku channel. There's a bunch of those and of course still the traditional pay tv operator is in the mix because they've started hosting streaming services on their set top boxes and are trying to make that an integrated experience for their customers and there could be other people involved as well with so much money yet to transition new companies and products continue to enter the market last year We saw Zumo and TiVo enter the tvOS market. Viaplay entered and left the US SVOD market. Amazon launched Fire TV channels, a a fast service for its Fire TV customers. So lots of people are still jumping into this business to get a piece of it. We are going to see lots of change as more companies enter companies by other companies one thing is for sure in 2024 the US TV industry will continue to change and the winners and losers have yet to be determined so I think change is going to be the one constant once again in 2024 I think as well if the music industry teaches us anything it is that content is still valuable And popular creators will perhaps control far more of the revenue than they did before. I'm not sure that they will make more money than they did before. Because, you know, mounting a tour like the Eras tour that Taylor Swift is doing is very, very expensive. So it may be earning one billion in ticket sales, but its expenses on that one billion are pretty high as well. But without doubt, I think creators... And content providers are going to control far more of the revenue than they did in the previous models. But I have to say, there is no guarantee that the amount of money in the US TV industry will be the same after the transition to digital as before it. Uh, I'm not sure at all that what happened in the music industry will happen in television. I think it could well be that there is actually less money in the pot than there was before. However, we won't find that out for many years to come. And in the interim, I hope you stick with us here at End Screen Media during 2024 to track what's going on in the industry. And uh, if you would like a rough transcript of this podcast, you can come to the End Screen Media website. And you'll find it there, and I'll include a few diagrams I hope will clarify some of the points that I've made. Uh, And while you're there, if you haven't done so already, please sign up for our free newsletter. This has been Colin Dixon with N-Screen Media, and I'll speak with you again next time. This podcast is the property of N-Screen Media, all rights reserved.